0: And we are slightly early on that. We usually come to them after Christmas, but as we've just heard from Methuselah, it might have taken him a couple of years to get there um, or something. So it's good to be thinking about that as we prepare for Christmas. And our theme as I'm speaking now is what it means to come to adore Jesus. We have already sung that, haven't we? Come, let us adore him. And if we can have the first of our slides up, we're thinking about Jesus, no ordinary king. He was a king like no other who had been known or would be known since then. Let's just have up as well the reading that this all comes from. Here's what we read. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, wise men came from the east To Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. So today, why should we worship Jesus? Why should we worship Jesus? He was somebody like no other. He was born an ordinary birth, no throne, no privilege, no palace. Now I've got a quiz. Good to have a Christmas quiz. Can we have the next slide up? Three palaces, can you name them? Chat to the person next to you, see if you can name any of those palaces. Right, you've had a bit of time to consult. Top left, top left, Buckingham Palace. Put your hand up if you've been there, quite a few very good, top right, not Versailles, not the White House, Josiah Western, no, you've got to go to Sweden to find that, I thought that might catch some people out, in the middle at the bottom, whose palace is that, Elsa's frozen palace, Elsa's, great, have you been there, have you seen it? Some have. I'd love to go to an ice palace, wouldn't that be brilliant? But why do we worship Jesus? When he was born, he had no palace, he had no throne, he had no privilege. He seemed to have nothing. Why do we worship Jesus? All leaders and royalty will come and will go. And when we get to know them, perhaps we discover that they're not as good as we'd originally hoped. Why worship a king with no palace, no throne, no privilege? Well, from the reading that we've just heard, and from the wider Christmas story, I've got three great reasons for us to worship Jesus. We've sung, Come, let us adore him. Why should we do that? Well, here's the first Jesus is king forever. The wise men had heard that a king who would come, the king who had been promised, And some of the Old Testament prophecy said that this king would be a king who would reign forever, not just for a short period or a season or their life, but who would reign forever. And Herod was worried because that might take away his power. The Old Testament prophets spoke of a king who would be reigning forever. And if this was the king who was about to be born, then Methuselah and the other wise men needed to be there to see him. That's the first reason. Jesus is king forever. The second is that he is the king who would come to serve. What a surprising thing to do. A king who would come to serve people. Normally when kings came, they took money, they used their power, and they controlled people. But Micah the prophet said that this would be a shepherd king. A king who would serve. And again, for the wise men, if this was who the king would be, then they wanted to be there to worship him, a king forever, a king who serves. And he would also be a king who would save his people. They were waiting for a king who would rescue them. And we need today a king who will rescue us, not from a foreign power, but from all that separates us from God. This king would give his life for his people, would suffer even death, but in doing so would set his people free. And at Christmas, we remember that this is no ordinary king. This is God Himself come to earth to set us free. This Christmas, I'm enjoying looking back hundreds of years to what people have written over the 2,000 years since Jesus was born. And here's one verse of one hymn written over 200 years ago by a man called William Billings, who said this Seek not in courts nor palaces nor royal curtains draw, but search the stable. See your God even extended on the straw. That's the wonder of Christmas, that God himself was born a human being to live, to die, to set his people free, to set us free today, and to bring us into new relationship with God. Let's have our reading up there again. And see the last line of that, we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. My question for all of us here today is this, will we this Christmas spend more time being excited about the reason for Christmas than all the celebrations around? Will we come and focus on the one who was born to be king forever, to be the king who would serve and the king who would save us? A little bit later in the service, we're going to hear about a a new course that we're running after Christmas called Life Explored. If this is new for you, then I'd encourage you to listen carefully to that and maybe to come back in January to that. We would love to welcome you there. But for all of us, there's a question this Christmas. Will we come to adore Jesus? Will we come to worship Him? Will we take time in the busy days to honor Him, the King who reigns forever, the King who came to serve, the King who came to set us free. My hope is yes, that we will do that. I'm going to pray, and then the choir are going to come, and as they sing, let's make it our prayer that Jesus will reign in our hearts and in our world today. Almighty God, we thank You that You didn't stay at a distance in a world that needed rescuing, but that you came in the person of Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you are the king who reigns forever. You came to serve, and you came to save. Thank you that that's true for us here today. And thank you that through these thousands of years, you have been worshipped. Will you help us to worship you rightly today? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.